Hello and welcome to Design Pod Live. My name is Jessica Adnich and I am the CEO, founder, and lead designer of Design Pod Studio as well as Fuzzy Sharks. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Design Pod Live, the very first episode. It's happening. Woohoo! I have had this on my to do list for quite a while now. And I'm finally pulling the trigger, which I'm very, very excited about. And I think now is the best time to be doing that because Design Pod is turning five, the beginning of December. Turning five, that sounds like it's a baby or something, but it is it is my baby. It's my company and I absolutely love it. And I'm very excited that it's turning five. But this podcast is going to be about graphic design, best practices, do's and don'ts, things that I've learned, sharing in my experiences, and I really want it to help others. I think that now being in business for five years and prior, I was in the corporate world at various different companies, big companies, small, mid-sized, that all of that combined, I think that my knowledge, I want to share it with others. I've been so blessed in my life and in my career to have amazing mentors that helped me along the way. And I think that if this podcast could be helpful to just one person, whether it's in their business or they find it really entertaining and it brightens their day, then I've done my job. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Jessica Adnich, and I have been doing graphic design for 20 years. I have worked for companies uh, like Vitamix, uh, Nerf, big commercial real estate companies. I've been a digital retoucher. Prior to starting my own design agency, I worked for Mace, the pepper spray company, for six years, and I ran their marketing and design department for civilian and tactical. And that is why now DesignPod has a tactical division because that is something that we do specialize in. I absolutely, I love design. I've been into design and creativity ever since I was little. When I was little, my, I love my parents. Shout out to them. Massive shout out because I would not be where I'm at if it weren't for their love, support, and helping me become who I am. They would get me a fresh box of crayons every school year because, I mean, there's nothing like that fresh smell of crayons in a new box. But I would dump them out and I'd put them in color order. Like to me, that was fun. When I was little, I actually even started my own newspaper. I'd glue and tape together a bunch of paper and write the articles and design the layout. I mean, what eight-year-old do you know that likes to do newspaper layouts? Jess. (laughs) So here I am many years later doing it and helping other companies fulfill their dreams, which is very important to me. I really hope you enjoy this series. Uh, Like I said, it's going to be about graphic design. There's probably going to be other episodes on product design, Legos, gummy bears, sharks, who knows, Uh, because it's created by me. And if you know me, it's just going to be, it's going to be an adventure. So welcome and buckle up. (laughs) For this first episode, I was toying around with what I wanted to talk about. And I think we're just going to dive into one of the biggest topics when it comes to graphic design. And that is logos and branding, because I love branding so much, super love it. And there's so many different topics about it, but we're going to start light, you know, like at the tip of the iceberg, talking about the three main components that make a good, successful logo. We'll definitely talk about 
other things when it comes to branding. But for this first one, we're going to go over the three main components that if you do these things, you're going to have a very good, strong logo for your company. The first one is simplicity. I know it sounds stupid and so easy, but it's so true. And so many people forget this. If you think about Ted Lasso, keep it simple, silly, even though the sayings keep it simple, stupid, but uh, I love me some Ted Lasso. Keep it simple. There's so many people that they try to jam pack in so many ideas and so many thoughts. And they think that when somebody sees their logo, they have to know everything about their company or product. And that's not the case. It's like putting an encyclopedia on the side of a penny. It's just not going to work. When you do that, it gets cluttered. It gets confusing. And at the end of the day, your logo is going to be accompanied by a bunch of other things. Yeah, people are going to see just your logo by itself sometimes, but it's going to be on your website, your social media, in a dis in a booth, on your display assets. It's There's a lot of other components that create branding. The logo is just one thing. So you don't have to jam pack a bunch of things into it. So remember that. Simple. Simplicity also comes into the actual design of it. When I do logos for clients, we always, always start off with concepts in black and white. And I do this for two reasons. One, color can sway people. Whether it's subconsciously or consciously, we are all naturally drawn to colors that we like. I know people that love yellow. It makes them happy. Other people get angry at yellow. Like that, like if yellow were like, I don't know, a mean neighbor, they just hate it. <laughs> so having, the, having those first concepts in color, I find is not helpful. The other reason is because at the end of the day, if you do logos and colors first, sometimes designers do this, they do gradients and all these textures. Then when that client might need to put it in a black and white ad or they get shirts screen printed in one color, it doesn't translate. It could be just all smushed together. Elements get lost because they're overlaid on top of each other because they were two different colors at one point, but now that it's one color, it's a blob. That's really important. And also, you have to think about where your logo is going to go. It could go anywhere from an envelope, like let's say half inch by one inch area, all the way up to the side of a semi-truck, a billboard, a vehicle wrap. So that design has to translate in all of those different size areas. And that's why simplicity is very, very helpful for that. The second component is relevance. You have to do something that makes sense. And I will share uh, <laughs> a story, a personal story that will explain this point. When I was first starting my company, I had a whole list of names for it. A lot of them I really liked, but were already taken like Giant Squid. I really wanted to call my company Giant Squid because that's just a really amazing name. But there's already a design agency called Giant Squid. So I couldn't do that. There were some other names that were kind of more tactical related, but I didn't want to come out of the gate being super tactical because I didn't want to potentially alienate clients that were not in that realm thinking that we don't do work for other people that are not in the tactical division. So I ended up with uh, the name Purple Cuttlefish Creative Agency. That's right. You heard it correctly. Purple Cuttlefish Creative Agency. <laughs> it's a mouthful. It's a super mouthful because I was so bent on having it nautical, which is totally fine. And I love cuttlefish, but cuttlefish have nothing to do with what I do. And not many people even know that a cuttlefish exists. 
which maybe we'll do an episode on cuttlefish later down the road. But <laughs> I even, I did the logo, I had business cards, I had a website, I was ready to launch social media, ended up going to an event in Texas, which for those of you that are listening and were at that event, you remember me handing out purple cuttlefish creative agency business cards. And it was confusing. Like I, I found myself having to explain to people what a cuttlefish was instead of what I do for a living, what the company was going to be about, which is a huge problem and had no relevance. I was talking about something completely different than what I should have been talking to them about. I left that event, came home, scrapped everything, decided I needed to get back to basics of what was my company going to be? How was it going to be structured? For me, Design Pod, the whole idea was we weren't going to have an office. We were going to be a, a group of creatives. Everyone on the team is a contractor hand selected by me. So our clients, when they meet with somebody on the team, the people that they meet are the people that we work with. We don't outsource anything. So essentially I was creating a pod. The word for pod is also associated with whales. So design pod was born and now our visuals are whales. And it also lended very well when I started the tactical division because now we have an orca for that side of the business. Still a whale, still a pod. So you can see how relevance really does help in your logo and messaging. The third component, which if you do the first two correctly, the third totally going to knock it out of the park. It's being memorable. Going back to the cuttlefish design pod example, cuttlefish wasn't memorable. It was actually more confusing to people. Instead of being unique enough to be like, oh yeah, cuttlefish, it turned into, well, maybe it was purple octopus or purple cut cutlery, or maybe it wasn't even purple. Maybe it was magenta, magenta fish. Like it became too distant from what we were actually doing and distracted. So it wasn't memorable. But by having a logo and a name specifically that was completely in line with what we were going to do as a company, our mission and our core values, it created it to be memorable, which is so, so important. These steps can be done whether you're working with somebody on, dare I say, an online site like Fiverr or Vistaprint <laughs> or an actual designer that you're working hand in hand with. As long as you as the business owner keep these elements in mind and can say yay or nay to them, at the end of the day, you will have a successful logo. I hope that, you know, as you go through the process that you follow your gut because that's a lot of what design is. We do it every single day. You think about going to a restaurant and you're looking at the menu and maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, mm, this menu, this is, I, I can't read that. What does that even say? You innately know it's not good design because form and function just isn't there. If you can't read it, then how is it supposed to do its task of telling you what options there are? So follow your gut and ask questions. If you're working with a good designer, they're going to want you to be happy at the end of the day with your logo. I tell my clients that at the end of this process, you should want to get it tattooed on you. I mean, I know that's a little extreme, but you should. You should love it so much and be so proud of it that you're happy with it because it's the foundation of your company. A logo holds so much power and to do it right, right off the bat is very, very important. I will also say though, on the flip side of that, for those companies that are startups, when you start up, depending on what company you're in, 
you might need to invest in equipment, then that is definitely a priority. And I work with clients on that, on deciding what should be done where if you have only so much budget, which let's be real, we all do, budget is always a factor, but when and where to spend it, that's the question. So if you're a startup and you need to invest in equipment or a facility, do that first. You can always come back to the branding, but I will tell you, if you want to be successful, you need to invest in good branding and good visuals and good marketing because it will set you apart. And if we look at brands today, I know Apple's overused, but if you're an Apple user, think about how many empty Apple boxes you have in your home right now. Like I'd probably have five because it's so well designed. Everything works so well together. And Apple invested in that. They knew that because branding and a logo, the overall aesthetic is your company's first representation to the world. It's what they're going to see when you're not there. So with all that being said, I hope that these three components can really help you. I would love to have questions from you guys. So please submit them to hello at designpod.studio. You can also send them to right, right through our website, designpod.studio or Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, send them there. I'd love to know exactly what you guys are either working on, struggling with, questions. I'm an open book, so please submit them, and I would love to do a podcast on that to, to help you in any way I can. Thank you so much for your time, and until the next episode, I'll see you then. Hello and welcome to Design Pod Live. My name is Jessica Adnich and I am the CEO, founder, and lead designer of Design Pod Studio as well as Fuzzy Sharks. Welcome to the podcast.